Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. there's a strong trend toward sort of a relativistic individualism, you know, doing your own thing as it relates to, to faith and, and religion and Christianity without really owning or thinking about considering any idea of obligation toward other believers. But, but, but that's not biblical. You know, the, the idea that a person can be a Christian without being committed to other Christians It's faulty. We have been given an immeasurable privilege in Christ. We are free from the oppression of sin and the law. We've been covered in His holiness. As Pastor Robert reminds us in today's message, because of Christ, we can stand boldly before the Creator of the universe as He embraces us and draws us close to Himself. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. We've been going through the book of Revelation. We're really just getting started good. We've gone through chapter one of the book of Revelation, and today we're continuing in that, but we're beginning a series of studies in the seven letters to the seven churches, uh, starting in, in chapter two. You know, back in, as we went through chapter one, we learned that Jesus was, was sending a, a letter to each of seven churches throughout the, the Roman province of Asia Minor. It's modern-day Turkey. And what I want us to do as we, as we prepare to go into this is, is just consider together for a moment the concept of church, because I, I think it's one that, to be quite honest, in our modern world, the, the, the concept has, has, has gotten a little strange. You know, we've institutionalized church a, a lot more than the Bible intends, a lot more than the Lord intends. All of a sudden, you know, we have, we have this institution, in many cases, this club that we call church. And so people often feel free to attend or not, or, you know, to bounce from this one to that one. And I mean, because after all, it's, you know, it's, you know, there's only one church, right? I mean, we're, we're all part of the same family. And I hear this all the time. And listen to me, it's a cop-out. It's a cop-out. Now, here, here's, here's why I say that. You know, th- these days there's a strong trend toward sort of a relativistic individualism, you know, doing your own thing as it relates to, to faith and, and religion and Christianity without really owning or thinking about considering any idea of obligation toward other believers. But, but, but that's not biblical. You know, the, the idea that a person can be a Christian without being committed to other Christians, it's faulty. Jesus himself established the church. He is her head. And, and his prayer in John chapter 17 
was that we would become one with each other, with him, with the Father. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 says to us, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider one another. Consider who? Consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. In other words, this is going to become more and more important as we get closer to the end of the age. And he's telling us here that we are not meant to go it alone. We're, we're, the, the whole idea that, you know, well, I can just, you know, I'll just stay home and listen to a sermon online. Well, if that's all church was supposed to be, then yeah, you could, and you'd be okay with, you know, approaching it that way. But that's, and please hear my heart with this. You're cheating yourself. You're cheating yourself if you do that. And more biblically, you're cheating the rest of us if you approach it that way. Because, see, we, we live in an age and, and, you know, in this fallen culture in, in which the norm is to make everything about me and my needs and what I want and what works for me and what's convenient for me and what's helpful to me, what's going to help me achieve my goals. But that's, that's not biblical. That's not the church. The church, according to what I see in the scriptures repeated over and over again, well, it's a group of people who follow Jesus together, together, supporting one another, encouraging one another, loving one another, fulfilling his mission on earth together. In Revelation chapter 2, he sent a letter, the first of the seven, to just such a group of believers in Ephesus. Verse 1 says, To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. Now stop right there for just a second before we get into the meat of his message. I want to draw your attention to three things right there in the beginning. You know, we were told in chapter 1 that the stars represent the angels or the messengers of the churches. And remember, we talked about the fact there's really no, no need to send a letter to an angelic being. The, the usage of that word commonly in the New Testament refers to a human messenger, a pastor, the one that, that it was, was there to share the message God had for the people, the messenger. And in the, the churches represented by the, the lampstands. That, that's what he told us. It's really clear this is what that's about. The stars represent the messengers. The lampstands represent the churches. The second thing I want us to notice here, though, is the one holding the messengers in his right hand is Jesus. Jesus himself holding the messengers in his right hand. And then number three, Jesus walks in the midst of the churches. It says he's walking in the midst, always. And, and I was thinking about that. You know, I, I believe that's to be our theme as we go into 2017 together. Jesus in our midst, living in his presence, living in the presence 
of the Lord. But remember, we are his church even when we're outside these four walls. You know, this, he's not primarily, he's not all that focused on this building. This is, it's a tool. It, it, it's something that allows us to gather together and, you know, spend time together, get to know each other, fulfill his, his command to, to love one another and grow together in community and, 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 and all of that. But he, listen, he walks in our midst, whether we're in here or out there. You understand what I'm saying? He's walking in the midst of the lampstands. He's walking in the midst of his church, you and me. So whether you're at the grocery store or at work or someplace you ought not to be, he's walking with you. He's in your midst. And that's the thing that I want us to really grab onto because sometimes we have the unconscious idea that Jesus only makes an appearance when we pray. Maybe that's just me, but I, I really don't think so. I think it's most of us. I think it's like we, we, we go through the motions. We go through our days. You know, we're doing all our stuff. We're so busy. Everything's so hectic these days. Every time you turn around, the phone's beeping. I see some of you looking at yours now. You know, it's like, man, it's always something. And we have to remind ourselves to take a minute. And I'm guilty of it. I've been so convicted over the last several months because something will be going on and, and, and somebody will say to me, I'm the pastor, Right. Somebody will say to me, we should pray. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I'm supposed to be leading the way in that. And many times I'm following. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? I'm just being honest. Because we have to remind ourselves in this busy world that he's with us. That he's walking with us. In John chapter 1, we're given a story of a guy that had a bit of a wake-up call. It's... it's Kind of funny. I hope you can see the humor in it. John chapter 1, verse 43 says, The following day Jesus wanted to go to Galilee, and he found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Now that's, you know, it's like, really? He's from Hialeah? Are you for real? Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, to Jesus, how do you know me? Now in our modern vernacular, basically Nathanael said to Jesus, you don't know me, bro. You don't know me. What are you talking about? Jesus answered and said to him, before Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. If you enjoyed today's message and would like to learn more about this program, we invite you to visit our website, mainthingradio.com. There, you'll find an archive of previous broadcasts as well as a link to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Right now, we'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can help support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. Here's Pastor Robert with more information. I'm so blessed to be a part of spreading the good news of the gospel message through these broadcasts. 
But just as with any ministry, there are costs involved in producing this program. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift for any donation of $20 or more. Spiritual Discipleship, Principles of Following Christ for Every Believer by J. Oswald Sanders is a book that explores what it means to be a disciple of Christ. This book is for those who want to imitate Christ, not just believe in Him. If you'd like more information, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. Thanks for being part of what we do here at Main Thing Radio. Thanks, Pastor Robert. Thanks for listening today. And join us again for another journey into the Word of God right here on Main Thing Radio.